Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. Yes. Yeah. We are back. And I'm going to clue you in on something. You're going to hear a whole lot of, back up, back up, what you going to do now? Yeah. Because next episode mm-hmm. is Limp Biscuit. That's right. Why did we decide to do Limp Biscuit? <clears throat> I don't know. We both all of a sudden have an affinity <laughs> for all things Limp Biscuit. ever since they did the Lollapalooza tour and then abruptly canceled the rest of their <laughs> events uh we're like why was limp biscuit on Lollapalooza? well let's fucking watch him find out let's just watch him find out why limp biscuit was on Lollapalooza. and me and hicks watch Lollapalooza and yeah limp biscuit and guess what motherfuckers we enjoyed that shit it's fun <laughs> as fuck it's gonna be a good discussion it is most definitely going to be a good discussion. I don't know if it'll be good, as good as the Billy Eilish. I, boy, I keep calling her Eilish. <laughs> That's all right. Billy Eilish uh, discussion, but I, I'd say Limp Biscuit might be a little more fun. This one might be a little more serious, but who knows? Yeah. We're having fruity drinks tonight. That's right. Uh, we're acting as if we are in the Caribbean or on vacation at Disney or the Bahamas, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're drinking really fruity shit and i have i have zero shame about it oh it's good stuff it's fucking delicious i'm all mm. about the sweet drinks mm. billy eilish is eilish her real last name yeah <laughs> <laughs> just so you know every question i'm any gonna question, ask any question is... that comes my way i'm like yeah <laughs> and you know what it's kind of it's a two-way street with that because when i do that fred durst yeah it half reminds me of Fred Durst and half reminds me of Dave Chappelle doing Little John. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, but that's good stuff. I like to think it's just Fred. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, I I, think I think that's her. I don't know if her and Phineas are like half siblings or yeah, what. Yeah, I don't have any idea. Maybe we should look this shit up. Maybe we should look and see if that's a real name. Because I honestly don't know if Billie Eilish is actual. I don't think it is. Billie Eilish real name and the reason we're doing this episode too i want to know what the big deal is yeah i do too like i really want to know what the big deal is yeah billy oh i didn't even have to spell her whole name and it still brought her up yeah billy eilish uh billy eilish pirate baird o'connell so her last name is really o'connell is it really pirate baird so she's billy eyelash pirate beard 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 or bear it says baird but i want to call her pirate beard spell spell baird B-A-I-R-D. Okay. Baird. Right? Baird? Yeah, that's what I like would. Two Bairds, one cave kind of thing? <laughs> Billy Eilish? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, Phineas. I know that Phineas's name is O'Connell. Apparently, Billy's name is O'Connell. Okay. Pirate Baird. I, re- I don't. This is very confusing. That can't be her full. Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Wow. That says that's her name. Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. That's a lot. That's too much. That's just huh. a little much, Billy. She was destined to be famous with a name like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anytime you you know, you go by Pirate Beard, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> you are gonna be famous. There there's famous. Now I called her famous. <laughs> Billy Amish. Billy Amish. No. Uh what's her age? I think she's nineteen, right? She's nineteen, born in two thousand and one. Okay. That makes me feel old because <laughs> I think I, 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 I damn near had a kid. As she was born. That's all right. I don't feel old. So she's, you know, I'm old enough to be 
her papa. That's all right. That's okay. She's huge, man. Like, oh, she know. is huge. Phipps said that's some good Jackson County education there. Yes, Sean Pirate Beard. Phipps, you are correct. <laughs> you are beard. correct. He does have a pirate beard. Yeah, Phipps does have a pirate beard. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of Jackson County folks, which I know he don't live here, but it, a lot of folks have the pirate beard going on. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like mine's getting a little out of hand. Mine's getting a little, not piratey, but. Is it the, the itchy point? No, it's, like pa- one, it's past that. It's past the itchy yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask me a question. Uh, do you like your drink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for Halloween? Break shit. <laughs> yeah. So what did you know about Billie Eilish before I, going into this? Bad, bad guy. That's it. Yeah. That, that's literally it. Yeah. Butcher says, Jeremy figured I'd yell at you while you were work like you do motherfucker you're drunk or something i can't i can't read this shit aaron pirate beard butcher but uh, bad bad guy that's really it the whole yeah that's all i know and i heard that and i'm like that's catchy why is she whispering Mm -hmm. you know and besides that my other knowledge with her pre-episode goes back to another thing i talk about way too much and that's dave grohl foo fighters you know Dave Grohl's daughter likes Billie Eilish. She introduced him okay. to Billie Eilish. He made the comment that he regarded Billie Eilish as the next Nirvana. Not not musically. Like I understand. The impact. I understand. The impact. Have you ever heard Dave Grohl say anything bad about anybody? Not um, yet. Yes. But I can't remember who it was. There was a band okay. that he talked shit about, and they, they made up. Dave Grohl uh, took it upon himself to go into the guy's dressing room at a concert. They were both at a festival and like wanted to bury the hatchet. So even though he said something shitty, he still went in like, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. so no, not really. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard him say anything bad, but I also missed an opportunity. You asked me if I'd heard anything, you know, Dave Grohl say anything bad. I just, yeah, <laughs> I missed that opportunity. <laughs> that's though. All right. But that's all right. You know, yes and no, but I, <laughs> But but that's that's big words from Dave Grohl. I've I've not really heard him say any other artist was going to be this or that. I've read so many interviews because I just love the guy. Like, yeah, oh, I, I do like too. I, I love him as if he was my family member. I just think he's so kind, and I I appreciate people like that. So I read and support, and that's the only time I've ever seen him talk that highly. Yeah, and, about an artist, and I was like, really? So, and and I still yeah. didn't listen, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm gonna have to eventually check that shit out. Yeah, you know, it was a couple years ago. But sure, sure. What was your? Uh, I was a little bit aware of the uh, second album. My son kind of would he would listen to it on the way to school in the mornings, and we kind of skim through it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Crown song. You should see me in a crown. Yeah, which is another song. I can't. I'm um, eager to talk about some of yeah, this. The more we, yeah. So I was aware of that. I kind of knew about the bad guy. I kind of yeah. heard it in the background a little bit, and it, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But you know, back to Dave Grohl. You know the the Wu Tang discussion. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. I felt bad after that discussion. Ah, man, you got to be honest. That's what well, this shit's all about. I know, but I, I felt as if I was a little bit disrespectful. And, you know, I thought, I yeah. listened I listened to a lot of Dave Grohl interviews. And he's just a good dude, just a sweet dude. dude. 
And, you know, people ask him about a band. He's like, oh, man, they rock. You know, I just, they just rock. And, you know, just so, just, it's just a good feeling. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I thought, you know, I, I might be taking the wrong approach. I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just, I kind of shifted that, you know, this music's not for me. Right. You know, I kind of said that. So, you know, I don't think they, instead of saying they suck, they're horrible, you know, blah, 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 blah. I just said, you know, this uh, music's not really for me. So that's kind of the approach that I'm taking from this point on. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, I just want to be a dick. I don't yeah, want to be a dick about yeah. it. Yeah. But, but at the same time, some sometimes we're going to get pissed. That that Nickelback episode, fuck them. Oh, yeah. You know? That's different. Fuck them. That's on that's, a different level. Yeah, different level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to break, break Jack Croker's face tonight. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah. You're going to hear that shit a lot tonight because and the next if you're just joining us, Lip Biscuits, the next fucking band, <laughs> then we're going to deep dive and listen to every mother fucking yeah album. Yeah, I'm already, uh, I've got a good start already. Well, I've got a good start <laughs> as well, too. But back to the eyelash. Back to eyelash. That's all I knew. I didn't even know that she had an album, which granted, if you followed along this journey with us on Billy Eyelash for this episode, you, I hope you started with the album, uh, Don't Smile At Me. It's not considered an official album as far as her professional career goes. I guess the bad guy, that album, When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That's considered to be her first studio album. And okay. then this newest one's the second, but... She has a release, and there's popular songs off of it, and it's a full album, so I'm I'm yeah. counting it. Okay. I'm counting it. Sure. So, and I jam that out, and I, I'm, I guess I'm not ready quite yet. I want to say something about the bad guy song. I have something else to say, too, before we jump in, but the, go ahead. My I don't quick mean thing to... about, no, you're good. My, <clears throat> qu my quick and only quick snippet, other Billie Eilish experience, my kids love the bad guy song, but done with a rubber chicken on YouTube. I've seen some of those. That's some good shit. That's some good shit. <laughs> you can really get this. Mike and Mosh to that. How can you squeeze those notes out of <laughs> Two episodes good from stuff. now, we're going to be talking about the rubber chicken. The rubber chicken. <laughs> All the best rubber chicken songs. That There's... popped up on my feet, and I thought, what in the hell? Fuck How yeah. is this person doing this That's shit? That's the next Nirvana that right is... there. <laughs> you heard the Believer one? <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking good uh, stuff. Every time my kids see one of those in a store, which Party City, be careful, they have them. Okay. They pick them up and they're like, yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't want to bring one of those home. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Fuck uh, no. So yeah, funny. Rubber Chickens, Billie Eilish. Yeah. That's my experience. But we talked about wanting to do this. And again, I cannot really clarify it by words how big <laughs> this girl is. Oh she my is god! Fucking huge! Oh my god! Like her followers? Yeah, gazillions. Gazillions. <laughs> it's unreal. I, I, I look at like the artists that we love: Beatles, Stones, and then new stuff. Tool, fight, Foo Fighters, all this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I, one of those are lucky to have ten million followers on YouTube Music, right? Which is not even a. Uh, it's not Spotify. Spotify is huge. I bet Billie Eilish has. Pushing a hundred and well, fuck. Let's look. Okay, probably over a hundred million followers on Spotify. Uh, on YouTube Music, she has like fifty million. I'm like, God, she's huge, man. Yeah. 
I mean, think about the magnitude. Oh, that's a... A hundred million people listen to your music? That's crazy. It, it's it's completely nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, that's she's just huge, and I really want to know why. Sure. And we figured it out. Sure. Or, or we didn't. I don't know. We'll find out. The yeah. Rubber, rubber chicken's still on my <laughs> mind, but don't smile at me. We'll get to that after your... You said you had one more Eilish thought. Did you already say it or no? No, I didn't say it yet. Um, before going into this review, uh, I listened to a podcast interview with the Black Keys. Uh, Patrick Carney, the drummer for the Black Keys, was talking about Billie Eilish. Really? And it was a very interesting comment. He said, and I'm just, I, I don't remember his exact statement. But he said, in today's time, a Billie Eilish could pop up every month. And I thought, what an odd statement. And this is before I went into listening to the albums. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of test that theory against our review a little bit. Okay. That's a good, that's a good point to, to kind of play off of throughout the episode. Yeah. Because my, my first reaction to that was... I half agree and I half disagree. I, that's my yeah. that's my initial thought was like I get that statement yeah. and I also don't. And I so, thought I thought is he is he hearing something that a lot of people aren't. I mean, just what? Uh, just I, is I he only hearing the singles? I mean, because that's why I we that's that's another reason we do this. Like we're yeah. doing Limp Biscuit next week or in two weeks. Why? Because we we've only heard the singles for the most part. You know, yeah. got to have faith. Did it all for the nookie. Generation, <laughs> yeah. we don't give a fuck about. It just, <laughs> I want to. I want to know all of it because sure. sometimes singles don't tell the story of an artist. Yeah. Sometimes you hear a single and you go listen to the album and the whole album's better than the single. Dire Straits what happens. Dire. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Butcher says, love the hair hicks. Oh, thanks. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Butcher. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my reference point. Go ahead. Fip said, Guns and Roses. No. <sighs> no. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Maybe in 2024. I don't know. I, I just feel, I, I don't think I like Guns and Roses at all. I'm really, I'm quite confident that I don't care for Guns and Roses at all. I'd rather listen to Limp Biscuit. I have some. <laughs> Thoughts about Guns N' Roses, uh, some elements that I like, and it's more the personality. Uh, there's some of it that I don't like, but I don't want to stray away. <sighs> I want to. What's that? Phipps said, that's no, no, not review him. That's who Dave Grohl talked bad about. He talked bad about someone else, too. I can't remember who it was. Okay. Half Game Wigs. I don't know. It was someone... Secret, I, I don't know. Nirvana. Some weird. He's bashing Nirvana. Bashing Nirvana. Said their drummer sucked. Yeah. No, I I didn't know Dave Grohl talked bad about Guns N' Roses. That's kind of crazy. I thought I thought one of the... How could he talk bad about them? I think Slash is the one that gave him that throne when he broke his leg. Axel broke his leg, didn't he? I feel like Axel... One of those dudes on Guns N' Roses gave Dave Grohl that throne they to sit on. Thrones. And then like Dave gave one of them one of his favorite guitars or something. Something... Something crazy. We'll have to look so, yeah, more into that's, that. Yeah, that's definitely something to look into. Absolutely. Yeah, I so, know there was a cool slash story uh, pertaining to Joe Perry missing a guitar slash ended up with it and uh, blah blah I've, blah. I've read that one. Yeah, and that's it's kind of a cool story. So, musicians but anyways, musicians. Yeah, yeah. Who's Billie Eilish helped anybody? 
Phineas. Phineas. She's got Phineas a house. He's got like a single and shit. Oh, does he? Yeah, he. I guess he does music. Okay. So, who knows? There may be a Phineas and Ferb episode in our future. Phineas and Ferbius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billie Eilish, don't smile at me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say right off the bat. Say it. The song "Copycat," which is the opening track on the album, uh-huh. I thought this is fucking cool. Okay, like I, I just thought it was cool as fuck. I, I find after this song that the bad guy sound, and you mentioned another one that was off the other album. You should see me in a crown. You should see me in a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that and bad guy and copycat mm-hmm. is uh, I'll. Little spoiler, that's the Billie Eilish sound that I dug. Sure. That's that's what I dug. The 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 techno-y, dark, trip hop, uh kind of weird shit. I kinda dug that. So the copycat sure. song, I still like it. I actually yeah. wrote down I love this song. It's a cool brooding vibe. What confuses me is that that's that's not just what she sounds like. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of lot of different stuff. But did did you did you like copycat? Did you did it hit you like album one, song one? Did you have thoughts, or were you ready to get to the next song? Uh, track number one, uh, copycat. My notes say her vocal tone, her range is the light. Uh, the music is the dark. It's a combination of the two. Yeah, I loved it. I loved cool. this first track. I did really too. I thought, what a heavy opener. Yeah. I thought, what is next? Yeah. I wanna- and, see and that's her next. first album, and all I know is "Bad Guy" at this point, and I'm like, "Damn!" I was like, "Maybe I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna understand what it is about Billie Eilish that everyone loves because I do like that." And I, I struggled just after this song with, "Is this really something new, or is this just her getting it right?" Because it didn't, it didn't have, it doesn't sound necessarily like some new. It's not an eye-opening moment like Nirvana or grunge. Whenever, right. Whenever you go from pour some sugar on, <laughs> you know, stupid and contagious. It, it's it's different. Uh-huh. Like Nirvana opened my eyes. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm putting my warrant cassette off to the side, like, <laughs> not even looking at it and accidentally push it off the table as I'm watching that. Billie Eilish sounds really cool, but I don't, I just don't know if it's original Groundbreaking. Enough or, yeah, I don't, well, I don't want to say groundbreaking. Yeah. It, it didn't. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like it's a refined mix of a lot of genres, pop and dark. I don't even know what to call it. So, I, I mean, I guess it's cool enough that I don't know what to call it. Right. Because it's some kind of dark, weird. Uh, one of the references I have in here is something off a of John Wick soundtrack. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that's very funny because I thought this entire album. I felt like I was listening to a soundtrack to like an animated Spider-Man movie or something. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. just uh, a lot of different emotion, a lot of different sounds. The soundtrack to that Spider-Man movie is really good, too. Oh, the Post Malone song. Yeah. My, that's my five-year-old's favorite song. Oh, we get in the car shit. and like, what do you want to listen to, Connor? He's like, Sunflower. That's such a good yeah. jam. It's, it is good. And there's, some, there's one called Hello Danger on there. It's a good jam. Okay, I'll have to check it it's, out. Yeah, that whole... That whole soundtrack's pretty solid, actually. But good. but yeah, this this first song, I'm like, I felt like, and I've listened to John Wick soundtracks. They're pretty good because the second movie, there's a scene where he's just killing motherfuckers in an underground, like there's a band and it's like underground, 
there's like red lights behind them. It's real dark and brooding, and they're playing this really ominous, fucking dark, creepy pop. Sure. While John Wick's shooting people, and like no one hears because the music's so loud. Like, yeah, doing John Wick shit. And I love all the music on those soundtracks. So I was like, I think I might like Billie Eilish. Okay. And then, uh, then we then we get to I don't want to be you anymore. Anymore. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, okay, this is different. Yeah. What's going on? Uh-huh. Something's happening here, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to process it. Same with my boy. My boy. My yeah. boy. My boy. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, what happened? Yeah. You know, I heard the copycat. I've heard the other dark pop stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. this is very strange. I don't know what to think of any of this. Did you have thoughts on I don't want to be you anymore? My first thought, and I'm going to repeat this a lot, was uh, she's also, I like how you said that the music's the dark and her voice is the light. Mm-hmm. I feel like her whole career right now, mm-hmm. me listening to this first album, is Lily Allen dark. And I know a lot of people probably don't listen to Lily Allen or have heard Lily Allen. But Lily Allen has this little bit of a whispery, soft, mm-hmm. but also attitude voice. Mm-hmm. But the music's a little more upbeat than Billie Eilish's. And I just kind of thought, if I was going to say that she has an influence that's really heavy on her sleeve i'm going to say it's lily allen who knows that might not actually be an influence but in in my eyes i was like this girl likes lily allen and she's just darkening up and kind of techno popping up lily allen style that's a good point that's a good point i I gathered from this and and then the my boy song i was like she also liked britney she also liked (laughs) britney and her topless instagram photos which i just want to say now I'm just totally for it. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, I don't want to be you anymore. I thought this sounds kind of, it was, it sounded mature. It sounded, because she was like, what, 16 whenever this album came out, I think. I yeah. Think so. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was a little bit, I, I don't mean to sound gross. But it was kind of just a little bit sexy. I mean, just the 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 sound of it a little bit. Well, yeah, but, yeah, and and you don't know what you're you don't know you're listening to a 16 year old yeah. girl. I mean, the bad guy song is extremely. Yeah, and I don't think she was 19 or 18 when that came out. I think okay. she was 17 when okay. that song came out, and it's pretty fucking dirty. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it was a lot different from the first track. Uh, then when I got to my boy. My boy, my boy, yeah. I said, okay. Fuck this is what I said. I'm getting bored. Yeah. I'm getting bored with this. I'm going to switch over to some other stuff. And And again, keep in mind, folks, this is pre-blow up. This is, nobody knew who she was during this. This, And I'd like to say something. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I I can wait on this because it's a song later on. Something that impacted me, uh, I listened to this album twice. The first time I listened to it, I was feeling good. I was in a good mood. And I thought, this is some really good shit. I I really liked it, and it made my good mood into a better mood. And then I kind of went off the trail a little bit, switched from audio to video, and watched a few live performances, came back and revisited this album, and my feelings had changed. And we talked about that. We didn't talk a lot about this journey, but you specifically, I could tell early on you were super impressed, and then you're like, the live stuff, not so much. And I got an explanation for why that's might be the case too okay but uh i'm with you first album i listened to all the way through and i was like i have hope yeah and i jammed that album a few more times and i was like "Mm." okay 
Maybe, maybe hope's the strong word. Yeah, yeah. And I have uh, staying on this album. Uh, skip ahead a little bit. The track "Ocean Eyes." And can you explain to uh, some of our listeners why we can't play the songs on here? Yeah, uh, copyright infringement. Okay. One, we're on YouTube. Uh, we stream it to YouTube. So if we if we play that music, it it can remove the video completely. Uh, podcast, same thing. You can't play music on a podcast unless you have the rights to. That's why uh, Rick Rubin on his Broken Record podcast, he can play the shit out of all that stuff because all because. he's got to do is call somebody and be like, hey, motherfucker, it's Rick Rubin. Uh, can I use your song on the podcast? They're like, oh, I'm not going to tell you no because I'd like you to produce my next album. Yeah. No one's calling us to say, Bark and Hicks, can you produce our next album? Because if they did, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for explaining that. that uh, yes, I wish we could because it, it would surely make it a lot better. So, Billy, if you're hearing this and we don't piss you off, yeah. uh, you know, we'll redo it if you let us play your music. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. I'd like to get to the track, track number seven, Ocean Eyes. This song beautiful. was a beautiful song and... I don't think I ever want to hear it again. It was a very, it was just, it was a pretty song. Uh, Just really wasn't for me. I like it. I still like it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. And I think this is the song I was going to say something about Mm -hmm. because how she got noticed, I believe, if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I seem to recall Ocean Eyes was on SoundCloud. Okay. And it blew up on SoundCloud, which made. I can see why companies recognize and be like, "Oh shit, it's a race to sign this girl." Yeah, because the song I guess went crazy on SoundCloud. I got two songs on SoundCloud. Neither one of mine's went nuts yet. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of them. Maybe it's because through the whole thing, I was like, "Yeah, I'm Southern Ohio." Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of them is blown up though. So record companies, if you want to check my they songs, might now. Out, they might now. They might now. Some good shit if you like Limp Biscuit. But yeah, Ocean Eyes, I dug it. Uh, the song Watch I thought was solid. Mm-hmm. I want to fill in the gaps between Ocean Eyes and my boy. Sure. Party favor. Yes. I just thought Lily Allen, okay, Jack Johnson, and some Disney with a little bit of ukulele. And yeah. I, I just wasn't digging it. Yeah. Uh, Bellyache, more Jack Johnson, more Lily Allen. Changes things up a little bit into some trans techno at the end of the song, but... I, I just, this album alone, I understand Ocean Eyes. I understand Copycat getting mm-hmm. her a deal. I totally understand. Oh, it. I do too. The rest of the album, however, I, I mean, this is, you know, it's nothing new to me. The song Hostage After Ocean Eyes was very Taylor Swiftish. Okay. The new Taylor Swiftish albums, very okay. folky, happy, breathy, breathy. Everything, <laughs> every word I say. It's going to be breathy. Yeah. You know, there were some songs on this album, and I hate to, I don't hate to say it. I wish somebody else sang. Yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah, who. I understand that. I, I think the techno whispery voice works, but when she tries to go all Amy Winehouse or crooner, like a, a crooner album, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's she loses that edge and she loses that originality. When she starts singing, my boy, my boy, my boy. It's, 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 it's annoying. It's I, I mean, it's a little bit annoying. Yeah. Because it's like, we've heard you be original, and then we have to listen to, you know, you... You, you think she was going after a, a very broad market I, of Yeah, a, I audience? think so, which is smart. Yeah. I mean, I've thought, I've had an idea myself, and, and again, I'm not a fucking good musician, 
<clears throat> but I thought, wouldn't it be cool <clears throat> to release an album? Sorry for the <laughs> too much. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it? I, I always thought it would be cool mm-hmm. to make an album, to make my own album, uh-huh. where it was just a mix of genres on one album. Yeah, like I did a you know did a hip hop thing, did a heavy metal thing, did a grunge thing, did a just just pedal ca- steel catch people off country. guard and see how many people you can reel in with those singles yeah you know like yeah not and not just for the sake of trying to reel people in but just because i do like different kinds of music oh, I I, do there, too. there wouldn't I be understand. a country song on there i can tell you that i understand but i mean i the other genres i like i would like to try my hand at recording some of that shit and i was like if i ever put together an album just to throw up on soundcloud i think limp biscuit already did it yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would try to do that but not not a mix mash of the songs within the song like you know a mix mash of this song is this genre next song is this genre mm-hmm. catch people off guard kind of like five piece chicken dinner did sure on beastie boys sure. where you're like listening to you know rhyming and stealing or listening to the song car thief and it's like just to catch people off guard and and this album caught me off guard because i thought billy eilish was one thing and then i find out she's she's doing other things like the whole you know real attempt at making beautiful vocals yeah and after this album i just wasn't really sure how i felt i thought the album was really solid with a few bangers but i what i didn't come away i didn't come away with any desire to put her in my normal rotation after this album okay uh i thought i felt after Listening to the album, going to the live stuff, coming back to listening to this album, I felt or wondered if the production of this album and the beats were carrying the load. I thought, is there? It might be the wizard behind the curtain. I mean, Phineas is. I think he won a Grammy for this next album for the production on it. I can see why. He's good. I mean, it's it's really good. It is, and something. Let's, let's transition real quick and i'll throw a little tidbit out there when yeah. we fall asleep where do we go you've got this weird intro and then you've got bad guy yeah and part of what phineas is doing masterfully not only is layering those sounds and those beats and those very weird odd just noises you don't hear every day in music he's also layering the fuck out of Billy's vocals. And you brought that up offline. Yeah, and... yeah. She's laying one vocal track down, start to finish. I don't know how long it takes. I don't know if she knocks it out in one fell swoop or what. Yeah. But as soon as that's done, Phineas is like, hop back in, now doing an octave lower sure. or a half octave higher or whisper at this time or let's go a little deeper, a little softer. I don't know how many fucking times they did this, Yeah. but I can't count. The amount of layers okay. of her vocals, because if I if I sang on a track, it was like, you know, I did it all for the nookie, and then I did a retake, and I'm like, I did it all for the nookie, and then I did a retake, and I'm like, I did it all for the nookie, and you <laughs> yeah. mix that shit all together, yeah. you're going to get this sound that you cannot get with just one vocal track. And after you mentioned that, when yeah. I went back to the live stuff, I thought, I hear that those dimensions on this album. Yeah, and they're not live. And it's just, it's very multi-dimensional on the albums. Yeah. It's very single-dimensional live. Yes. And that's, as soon as you told me the live stuff didn't quite stack up to the album, yeah. my first thought was probably because she can't sing 12 times at the same time. Yeah. You know, she can't have 12 mics and have different 
tones coming out of the corners of her mouth and bottom top, you know. You might have just created something. Right. Somebody might be listening to this now in their basement and they might order 12 mics off of Amazon. And, yeah. And, yeah, we might we might get <laughs> you like You might have influenced somebody. The guy from Police Academy doing his own <laughs> album like, you know, <laughs> the Jimi Hendrix guitar sounds. Yeah, have you ever heard him do that shit? <laughs> oh, man? it's unreal. It's fucking it's incredible. He's still doing I, I think he's still doing it. I think so too. Yeah. But yeah, making those guitar like yeah, Van Halen like, and, and then shit he hits it's like the whammy pedals. What and, is he doing? It's insane. And there's just minimal effort. There's no physical Oh yeah. Visual. Yeah. It just, Looks like he's uh, playing around with a piece of gum in his mouth. You know, it's nothing but Yeah. But yeah, I just you know, the layers, there's the production is is definitely and I don't mean to take anything away from her because I'm gonna say this right now. She's talented. Yeah. She deserves to be famous. She deserves to be a star. I, I, I don't wanna say she doesn't deserve to be this big. I don't quite get it yet in this journey why she is that massive but at the same time kind of like that whole argument we were talking about earlier like a half get it a half don't black keys dude i also kind of get it yeah it's like i kind of get it there, there's just certain songs zanny which is the next song on the second album mm-hmm. i love that one too and i wrote cool production like the production is just off the fucking chain it's just fucking good and i love that song so I'm, you know, I'm finding myself with this tug of war of like loving this girl and also questioning this girl. Like, man, I love some of your stuff. And then, you know, I guess not everyone, every single song on an album is, is going to hit you, but yeah, but the contrast is so different. It you is. know, it's like cool as fuck song. Oh, Amy Winehouse tribute. Cool as fuck song. Lily Allen tribute. Yeah. I just, I had a hard time with it going back and forth, but hats off to Phineas that dude I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this first the don't smile at me album I think that was like in their bedroom or something I think it was too I I think you're right and that's that's the power of today's technology I mean I've got enough shit in here to create an album if we wanted to I don't know I probably couldn't do it like Phineas but you might do it better fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's some patience to fucking layer the shit that he layered that that is that is patience and yeah. work and time. And I was impressed by by that more than anything, that that production. But but also he's got a good piece of clay to work with in Billie sure. Eilish. Like she's I I've some of the new stuff we're gonna get to off the new album, she can sing. Mm-hmm. She can really sing. Mm-hmm. Like she can actually sing. I'm not calling her Adele or anything like that. Right. But she can sing. I mean, there's no doubt about it that she is Women hate skinny Adele. No, okay. I I don't blame them. They hate skinny Adele. You ever seen the the rumors? <laughs> you ever seen the rumor that why she hasn't toured in so many years is because she because women's gonna kill her. Well, for being skinny now. Not just that, but Boy. apparently, doo, 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 in the conspiracy community, it's because she can no longer hide her reptilian form any longer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I sound like fucking uh, Tyrone Bigham from Dave Chappelle. Mm, red balls in a can. Yeah. But yeah, apparently she's a reptilian shapeshifter and she's having trouble, you know, she, where she's getting a little older. She can't keep that Adele form up anymore. Yeah. If you were a shapeshifter, I don't, well, if I, if I was, a, what would you do if you were a shapeshifter? Would you be a musician? <clears throat> What would you Man. do? 
I would probably ask to be in the next Space Jam, <laughs> Which, <laughs> for one. Um, if Le- if West Borland happened to disappear, I would offer to shapeshift into some of his costumes and do what he was doing. Cool. Good answer. I'd probably turn myself into a dildo, too, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably, if we're being completely honest, I just... Just for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. careful what you wish for, man. I guess so. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back but- to Billy Eilish. Um, man, the uh, where am I at? Yeah, I'm sorry. Somewhere you should on see me album. in a crown. I love that shit. I love that song, it's and I loved dark. that song a long time ago. Not a long time ago, but a while back when my son played this for me, it grabbed a hold of me. It got my attention, and I wondered after doing this review, I thought, was this produced by somebody else? Hell no, it was Phineas. Phineas and Ferb, man. Phineas did this. The motherfuckers are and always I getting thought. into trouble, and their sister's always trying to get them in trouble. But Phineas <laughs> and Ferb, or just Phineas, <laughs> kills it, man. The oh, guy's got good talent. song. I love it. Me too. I, I still love it. It might be my favorite. Yeah, it's my. It's, it's, my. It, it's just there's something about it. And yeah. that, that if she, just speaking early, even though we're only halfway through with her discography, mm-hmm. if she capitalized and built on... That sound, I would almost agree with Dave Grohl on her yeah. having a Nirvana-like impact and taking modern music into a new direction. Because she, she's, I feel like she's touched the top of the iceberg. Yeah, songs like "You Should See Me in a Crown." If she found a way to build off that, I, I would probably be in. Oh, I would too. I guarantee it's good shit. Yeah. What else you got? Well, after that song. All good girls go to hell. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't care for it. I didn't either. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I hear you should see me in a crown, and then the next song or two, eh, I just can't get into it. And then all good girls go to hell. Remind me, or let me know if you heard this, but you had this little part of this song that went, it was like a 90s hip hop Dr. Dre keep their heads ringing okay. sound. Okay. And I was like, I can't do that. I can't listen to that. Yeah. Like, it was, it was seriously that noise, that Dr. Dre. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Like, keep the heads ringing. Yeah, that's yeah. all I could think of. I was like, there's just, <clears throat> I know that there's a lot of music before this girl became popular, but mm-hmm. some of this stuff is just, I, I guess if you're super young, you would never recognize it, but being... Yeah. 40-year-old supermodels that we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recognize so many sounds that I'm like, she had to have heard Keep Their Heads Ringing mm-hmm. to, to put something like that in there. Or Phineas, I guess, maybe. I think he's older. He's definitely older than her, so he probably knew it. But, okay. You know. That's a very good observation. I yeah, missed that. I Yeah. I just There's just some stuff here that was off-putting to me, but man, when she hits, she hits. Yeah. Wish you were gay. Uh-huh. Th- I, nothing... Great. Nothing there that I really loved about that song. It was right. okay. Yeah. Uh, when the party's over, what'd you think of that song? Okay, this is where my my this is where I go back and forth again because she's not doing that dark shit. She's not doing the fucking, you know, see me in a crown copycat bad guy stuff. This is yeah. a ballad. It's fucking good, man. It's a good song. I watched the Howard Stern performance of this. Oh, did you? And Phineas is playing the piano on it and singing backup vocals. No shit. She nailed it. Like, fucking nailed it. And Phineas has a beautiful voice himself. Really? And plays piano. 
beautifully. Yeah. I was like, okay. And this was, I did, I watched that after doing this whole review. I was like, I'm going to go back because I told myself I was going to give Billie Eilish more than a once through. Yeah, sure. I was going to work my ass off and listen to her and find out what the big deal is. Yeah. That perform, perform, performance, <laughs> performance on hard stern. Pirate beard. Pirate beard. Eilish <laughs> really won me over, and I was really impressed by it. Good. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it after this because it is just beautiful. Yeah. And I was just so impressed because she is multi-talented and just there's a lot of layers to her, and she's 19. Yeah. So at this point, I have no problem saying I do have a lot of hope that she's going to do something great. Not that she hasn't already. She's yeah, huge. Yeah. But I mean, I, I could see myself getting sucked into her music in the future based off of some of the singles we've heard here and that performance on Howard Stern, which was mesmerizing. Okay. So. Good. Yeah. Good. So I, I've got hope there. But yeah. that one, the party's over song, I'd heard it before. And I didn't really pay much attention to it, but mm -hmm. doing this review, I paid attention to it this time, and I was really impressed. What did, did you feel the same? I like the song. It's, it's really good. I liked it. It's, it's it's good. And to see a girl that's not even twenty yet, still right. a teenager, right? Doing that shit, I was like, man, this is good. But as usual, the next track, Jack Johnsonish, <laughs> My Strange Addiction. I was like, eh, buy a friend, eh. The buy a friend also had some bury. Kanye like shit in it. Bury a friend. Bury a friend. I'm I sorry. Think. It I is bury a friend. Okay. Uh, there's some Kanye stuff in here, like the whole. I'm trying to think of the sound. I wrote it down, and I'm like, uh, the shit that uh, that comedian was making fun of, like the whole. Oh no, I know. It's in that song. There was a lot of that, like in the background. Someone going, "Ah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah." And I'm like, all right, she likes Kanye too. Wearing some of these influences on her sleeve. Uh, like a puff daddy in the background. Like a puff daddy in the background. <laughs> yeah, I'm rich. Yeah. Fred Durst in the background would have been better. But, you know, the rest of this album, I don't have anything to say about the rest. It lost me after when the party's over because it just went, it went down that super soft, you know, I want to be a real singer path. And I was like, you don't need to be. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a quality with your brother's production mm -hmm. that that works sure you don't have to stray from it but but i guess at the same time she did when the party's over so yeah she, i think she's so telling too. me to shut the fuck up with that one yeah and you know the you should see me in a crown i hate to go back to mm -hmm. that track i'll tell you what man i hear that and it just it takes me away i mean it just numbs my mind yeah. and that's what i want and it it uh it, it just makes me feel better. Yeah, I'll, yeah, me it's, too. Uh, it takes my mind off everything. It shifts me to another gear. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's like, it, oh my god, that's it's like Tool with all those noises. <laughs> yeah. Maynard saying, yeah. <laughs> it's it's there's a lot of layers in that shit, and I focus to try to hear sounds I didn't oh, hear before. It's, uh, it's such a good good track, but uh, definitely like this album more than the first album. Yeah, me too. This this is definitely my favorite. Mine too. And it's the one that, you know, pretty much broke out and, and got her super famous. So okay. I can appreciate that. Okay. I'm ready to talk about the next one because you, we didn't talk about this shit much. Yeah. We kind of quit talking. We said we were going to hold our thoughts close to the vest and not ruin the reaction from each other's experience. 
but I take it you really weren't enjoying the newest album just released recently. Happier than ever with Blonde, 19 year old, half eyes open because she took a zanny. <laughs> Pirate beard eyelash. <laughs> yeah. You know, my son and I skimmed through this album on our way home, and I see a sticker up on your refrigerator that says Apollo Records. We oh, went yeah. to Apollo Records. Uh, our first time visit, uh, it's been a long time since we've been to an actual physical record store. Yeah, they smell good. Oh, man. Got that smell. I missed that so much, and my son was so pumped up. He's like, how do records work? And I'm like, you man. You throw them. I'm like, man. At zombies. There's <laughs> Unless they're good. Purple rain. <laughs> there were a few that he held back. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. What there? Yeah, he's like, don't throw that don't one. Don't throw that one. And then it was Dire Straits. Dire Straits. And he so said, throw wing that it, shit. It. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good shit. Validation. But my son's like, how do records work? I'm like, they cut these little grooves. He says, I get that, but out of the little grooves. He said, how did one person come up with the idea to put these grooves? I said, shut the hell up and eat your taco. You're making my head hurt. <laughs> Let's <laughs> listen to Billie Eilish. Yeah. But we went at a record store, man. It was just so good to go in there and just physically hold out. Yeah, man. And I told that dude, I said, this has been said a gazillion times, but it feels so good just to hold an album, see the cover art, open it up and smell the album. It's just so nice. And I appreciate the shit out of you yeah. guys. I don't need this stuff, but I'm going to spend $100 just to support your ass. Give yep. me a t-shirt. Give me Kanye's first album. My son bought a bunch of goth shit. Give me at Dire Straits because I saw a zombie on my way in here. <laughs> yeah, so I said, throw shit in there. We'll be back next payday, blah, blah, blah. But I just kind of went off on a tangent. And this album was, you know, right when you first walk in, brand new album, Billie Eilish. I put yeah. it on the front. So we listened was to it this. Was vi- on vinyl? It was on vinyl. Mm. Uh, Everything sounds better on vinyl, dude. I'm going to take the vinyl. I'm going to bite the, the vinyl bolt. I've been wanting to. I don't really have the setup, the area for it, but I'm going to build the air. I'm not going to build, but I'm going to clean some shit up. Man, just going into a record store, I want my man cave at home to be not so much like a record store, just a little bit of a... Vintage feel. Just, I just want that because I miss it so much and it makes me feel better. I want... I, I, I never thought I'd say this and I've owned one. Uh-huh. I want a minivan. You know how minivans have that super sloped front glass and that really long fucking yeah. top console that, you know, you can put all your possessions oh, on? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you could, if you want to reach down to the vent where the defrost is, like half your arm's sticking down in there. Yeah. I want a fucking in dash record player oh, in my yeah. minivan. Yeah. That's more of a joke than anything. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know when I would listen to records because. Really, my music place is work. I have sure. music on while I'm working, and I can't really have you know big ass speaker cabinets and a record player in there. But I would love to have a record player and and that speaker setup I showed you from YouTube, the hanging sure. speakers that you can b- build on your own. That'd be so cool. But realistically, until I have a house and my kids are gone, yeah. maybe I need to buy that big record player now and just try to start your collection. Keep it up. Until I'm empty nested and then sit back like the dude in the Maxell cassette. Thing. Oh, yeah. The wind blowing by him <laughs> in the chair. 
yeah. and just listen to my records. But yeah, and, it, that record store is really cool. Oh, it's cool. Good staff. It was just nice. It was so nice. Zero Beastie. Well, there was one Beastie Boys album. It was the punk album. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I didn't Oglio want it. Or so, yeah. And I even looked at cassette tapes. They had cassette tapes. Yeah. I was digging through those looking for got by some beastie boys we'll put it in the studio just as a yeah i can't even didn't find anything no tool yeah. either so but anyways we listened to this album on the way home and uh back from the record store and my son was shaking his head and you know he said this sounds so much like the first album and uh, you and i were kind of talking yeah. that day and you brought up the lily allen and i was like you know you're listening to lily allen he's like no and i Sent him, we played some Lillian. He's okay, yeah, I know, I know who she is. I see the resemblance, and you know, and but we did not dig this album. I went back and tried to revisit it today. I probably should have given it more of a chance, but I was not digging it. Yeah, I, I can say I also was not digging it, but. I also listened to this one more than any of the other ones. Did you? Okay. Because I did not want to. I didn't want to give up on it because yeah. I liked I liked the second album enough to know that there was a possibility that I'd like this one if I just gave it the time. Because uh-huh. there's a whole lot of albums that I listen to now that I did not like when they came out. Sure. Yeah, I understand I can't that. Think of a, I can't think of a great example off the top of my head. Um. Well, Beastie Boys is a good example, to be honest, because yeah. Paul's Boutique I thought was pretty cool, but I was like, yeah, I don't understand why it's a why it's such a classic. And now Paul's Boutique is my favorite. <laughs> fucking, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. You just have to let it soak in a little bit. Sure. So I decided to listen to this one a lot. Now, before getting into the track listing, that doesn't mean that I ended up loving it. But I definitely like it more than the first listen. The first listen, I literally was like, I can't do this. I'm still at that point. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And I I think I figured out why. So track one on this album, Getting Older. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I just, I had you had the power of copycat and the power of bad guy. Sure. You had that powerful opening. So when I hear this opening which is just a little light piano and her going, I'm getting older. And and it's so slow and methodical. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I no, yeah. no, no, this isn't working for me. But the more I listen to it, I actually like this song now. Okay. It just it just didn't hit me like a ton of bricks like her first two opening tracks did this felt like a middle track from one of the last two albums one of the tracks i just kind of wrote off as like yeah, it's fine it's you know whatever mm-hmm. like i felt like this was something that belonged on the last five tracks of the album we just talked about that i just didn't even have notes on like yeah whatever yeah but i ended up actually liking it um and, and then came i didn't change my number i still don't like that song but it grew on me a little bit too. Same with Billy Bossa Nova. Mm-hmm. It was kind of at first I was a little bit annoyed with it. Now I think it's kind of vibey. Interrupt me if you have any notes on any songs that stood out to you. But uh, my future was track four. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very Adelish and Amy Winehouse ish. Okay, it was fine. So these first four tracks, this is why I didn't like the album because it just it was a different tone and a different pace than anything she had done. 
in my opinion, and I instantly wrote it off. But the more I listened to it, I thought it's kind of growth, but it's not as original as some of the cool shit I've heard her do. And I still mm-hmm. stand by that. Mm-hmm. This isn't game-changing stuff, but I did end up coming around to it a little bit. And then you got the song Oxytocin, which is a return to John Wick soundtrack levels. And it's a fucking banger. I was digging it hard. Okay. Hard. It was, yeah. You act like you may have forgotten that one. I may. I I, I, I should revisit it probably. That song, Oxytocin, it went right back. It went right back to like her really creative, really polished production and and it was really good and that i started feeling this album a little more after hearing oxytocin and hearing the first four tracks multiple times because i admittedly listened to this at work at first and i was just it was background music for a little bit yeah i'm i'm still at that state but the uh gold wing the sixth track after oxytocin i came around to it and started digging it but then we have we have some the same thing uh lost cause and Haley's Comet, the next two songs, seven and eight, it was kind of a lull for me. I was kind of getting lost in it again. I was like, you know, there's definitely doll points here. Mm-hmm. Track nine, not my responsibility. I just, I'm sorry. I try not to be disrespectful, but I thought this was just pretentious bullshit. Okay. It was her talking about it's not her responsibility to be a certain way and look a certain way and entertain you a certain way. And I'm like, get over yourself a little bit. Yeah. It's just. I know you're 19. It's forgivable. Yeah. But, and it's just my opinion. I'm sure some Billie Eilish fans will be like, kill the Bark guy from that <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And I'll just be running going, yeah, I just wanted a nookie. <laughs> but I mean, it just, you know, I, I hated this song so much because it's like, it's it, sorry to go off on a completely different direction, but there, there was a headline the past few days that like, LeBron James didn't get voted by anyone in a poll as being the best player in the NBA for the first time. And he, he responded to it with a tweet like, you know, just going to make me stronger. Like, don't respond to it, you jackass. Just don't say anything. Why do you give a fuck? Like, if you know you're good, just go out and prove it. Why tweet? You know, and this uh. this song to me was like a tweet saying, like, just leave me alone. Like, you don't have to say that. Yeah. You're famous as fuck. Fuck the haters. Fuck me for not liking it. You know, oh, yeah. piss on that Bart guy. Yeah. Yeah. Piss on me. Bart <laughs> Kelly. Mm, I'm into it. His face. His face. Pee face. <laughs> I, you know, just don't feed into it. You don't need to. Not. You're never going to satisfy everyone. So don't give a response, you know, like. Even Fred Durst doesn't give responses. Like, a- hey, motherfucker, yeah. you caused that shit at Woodstock. Like, Yeah. A- acknowledging it kind of turns the energy in a different direction. It that's does. a good. That's a good observation. Yeah, tell people good to point. fuck off. Just tell them to fuck off and keep making music. They'll forget about it. But if you keep talking about it yourself, they're never going to forget about it. So yeah. this song was a little pretentious. I I just didn't like it. Uh, overheated. I dug it a little bit. Everybody dies. I was like, eh, your power is like. Eh. NDA, I thought it was okay. Sounded like the band Muse to me in a big okay. way. Uh, Therefore, I am pretty solid. Title track, happier than ever. Eh, I thought it was trying too hard to be some epic, long form prog jam. Didn't really dig it. And then you got Male Fantasy. I didn't care for that one that much either. But but this album overall, I I, I it grew on me. At first, I didn't even want to mess with it. But there's enough songs on here. 
that I did kind of dig it. There was some Tyler, the creator tunes on here as well. Okay. And some of this discography, uh, I felt was influenced by nineties industrial as well. Mm -hmm. Just a few thoughts I wrote down to the side, Mm -hmm. but overall I think every album has between two and four really good tracks. And to me, for someone that's 19 years old with three albums and seven to 10 songs that I really like spread out amongst those three albums. Good job. Sure. Like, well done. Like you, you know, you, there's something there and I hope she and Phineas and Ferb figure it out and, and absolutely release something that's just epic. Give me that epic dark shit. Give me that dark shit. That dark shit's good. And it is. Do, do, I'm not trying to tell her how to do her job. She can do whatever the fuck she wants, but Mm -hmm. If she makes this album, <clears throat> I'm going to love it. And it's 80% of that dark shit mm-hmm. with a couple of those beautiful ballads like the one we talked about on 2, the uh, When the Party's Over. Yeah. Give me a bunch of dark shit and throw a couple of those When the Party's Over in there, two of mm-hmm. them maybe on an album, mm-hmm. and I'll eat that shit up. Yeah. Like, I will totally eat that shit up. So to kind of end my thoughts on it and hand it over to you, not end completely my thoughts, but I, I, I get the hype and I don't get the hype. So I'm, I'm kind of there with Patrick Carney from black keys. That's, I, I get it. And I don't, he didn't say both. He just said he, you know, but I get it and I don't get it. So the fact that I even 50% get it means that I am very hopeful for her, that she's going to grow as an artist. Seriously, three albums, 19, as big yeah. as she is, the songs that I think are really fucking good, and you've done that at 19, at 30, we may be talking about her as, you know, just in a different light. Sure, yeah. Even yeah. us even us middle-aged guys might be talking about, like, oh, Billie Eilish, man. I watched her come up, and it was it was magic. We were, we were there happen. day one. <laughs> we day saw one. day one. That's right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, I, I'm more of a fan of the dark shit. The, I mean, that that's what got my attention. Her dark um, shit's good. Did you watch any of her music videos? Because I watched a few of them, and, and that won me over a little more, too. No, she, but I will. She's a weird motherfucker on those videos. I like that. Oh, yeah, man, it, so it's that good. Might. It's good, and it's, it's fun. Okay. So I was kind of impressed there, but, you know, final thought, very much a dark Lily Allen to me. and uh, That makes little, sense. A little darker Amy Winehouse kind of thing. And I'm not trying to take anything away from her, Mm -hmm. but I think a large part of her being so big, musically popular, the the clothes, the outfits, the hair, the green and black, the, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's not quite grunge, but it is falling into place with the resurgence of some of those looks that Howard Stern performance. Uh, she was wearing like black jeans with all the loops and buckles and, you know, that kind of goth shit from the 90s. But her top shirt was something anime. You know, okay. it's like this blend of new and old yeah. and the baggy shit and the fact that she wasn't trying to be sexy. And it's like, if you really think about it, there's millions and millions of girls and guys mm-hmm. that see her intentionally not trying to show her body. So her body, at least at first, her body's not a factor in her popularity or her music, which was extremely fucking smart because all those people out there that love music that don't have that body too or that don't care about that body, 
really probably bought into her hardcore. She was probably their fucking hero. That's a very like, good observation. We've, we've good got point. a we've got a fucking megastar yeah. that's not even showed us an inch of skin. It's our fat Adele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> now, lo and behold, Billie Eilish underneath all those clothes is built like a fucking brick house. Was it a was it a magazine Vogue. cover? Like Vogue France Vogue or That you, was you know. a it was beautiful. Beautiful, man. And 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 I, you know, I was half disappointed that she did it cuz I'm like you didn't need to, but then again, mm-hmm. I was half like you waited longer than any other star I've it ever seen. It was a good transition. It yeah. was a positive. So, yeah, it was. And she's she's beautiful. Sure. And, you know, facially, body, but but she didn't she didn't need to be. Yeah. She didn't need to be. And she proved that, she, you know, she could rise to the top without any of that being a factor. And I respect that. So I thought that was cool. I thought, I think the way she's done everything is pretty cool. Yeah. There's the controversy of her, you know, mouthing a word. She's like fucking 13, dude. I'm sorry. I like, I don't like to give a lot of people a pass on any kind of racism or homophobic shit. Right. And I don't give people a pass in most cases. But if we're talking about something someone did 20 years ago, tw- you know, when they were 10, 12, 13, motherfucker, you're going to have to give them some, a minute to grow yeah. because yeah. everyone's a fucking dumbass before they hit about 30. I'm still a dumbass. You know, I'm still a dumbass too, but not in those ways. And you're <laughs> yeah. not either. But, yeah. but I mean, you just, there's growth, you know, human growth is a real thing. Like sometimes you, you're scared of what you don't know and you know. I, I think she was just mouthing along to one of her favorite songs and said the word she shouldn't have said. That, not excusing it, but she's fucking young. Like yeah. she's thirteen, dude. Like your mind is not even half developed at that point. Just if she was doing it every day for six years, might be a different, different story. story. Yeah. Different story. Yeah. yeah. So the controversy there, I I I forgive you, Billy. I mean, I, you're thirteen. Yeah. You know that's whatever. What it just. I would be lying if if I said that I didn't ever say anything shitty when I was under 20. You know, I probably did. I don't remember any true instances, but I guarantee I said something somewhere along the line that, you know, I grew out of. I don't know what it would have been, but I'm I'm sure I did. Probably accents, because I catch myself now doing fucking impressions and accents sometimes like wait a minute they're four and i can't do that because it'll be perceived as this (laughs) i gotta watch myself you know there's yeah yeah, we're humans we make mistakes sure you know if you got a good heart underneath of it then you know you should people should look over it a little bit yeah yeah morgan whalen you know motherfuckers like that sorry i'm not looking you know (laughs) not looking past that shit you (laughs) mulleted fuck go away (laughs) you fuck that guy can't do it uh Fred Durst, I don't know. The jury's out on whether I can forgive him for using homophobic slurs early on in his career. I don't know yet. He'd have to tell me, you know. I mean, I heard him talking about, you know, vaccination and, and other shit on that Lollapalooza thing. Uh, yeah. And, I, I mean, it seems like there's growth there. He's 51. I hope the fuck that he grew up a little bit. So Yeah. But, yeah, Billie Eilish, I, I look forward to hearing more. That being said, I, I mean, I'm probably not going to be listening to this stuff very often. I might. Yeah, I'm not either. If I hear some of the dark songs, I'll be like, no, 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 don't turn that. This is cool. You know, (laughs) I liked it. I mean, I liked it. I didn't love it. So we'll see what happens from here. But I definitely see what I see what the hype is about. Mm -hmm. But it's not quite for me at the same time. Sure, exactly. That's what uh, it's just just not just not for me, really. Glad I I did it. Because I know now, like if she comes out with something that just knocks my fucking socks off or kicks my ass in the future, I'll be like. 
yeah, this is this is way better than our old stuff. Yeah. Even though I liked some of our old stuff. So yeah, hats off. And at the same time, yeah, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a mix. It's yeah. a mix. I'm not. You know, some of the other reviews Fucking we've tear done. Apart, Hicks. The other reviews kidding, we've done. Kidding. You know, it's. You know, there were some points I was I was just angry and ready to move on to something else. Yeah. But some of the reviews we did, I was angry the whole time <laughs> because I didn't like right. any of it. Whereas with Billy Eilish, I enjoyed some of it. So it was a roller coaster ride for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you. Okay. I'll help you put her up on a pedestal real quick. Okay. How hard did she fucking blow the doors off of Dire Straits? Oh, she blew the door. There you off. go, Billy. There you go. Oh, you kicked their ass. Kicked their ass. And you're 19. This yeah. Mark Knopfler's fucking 112 years old <laughs> and can play the guitar better than most humans, and you still just knocked them on their ass. Musically. Oh, yeah. Good job. Phineas man. is a wizard. Fucking pirate beard, Eilish. You fucking did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All jokes aside, it was. It was fun, but I am looking forward to Lip Biscuit. Well, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I'm not so worried about being disrespectful to Fred Durst because he's been a cock, fuck, <laughs> you know, he's been a cock stain a few times. And in his life. I want to know, I want to look more into that. Yeah, we're probably going to research this one a little more because uh -huh. it's going to be a fun one. I, I'd probably prepare for an hour and a half of Lip Biscuit if I was you folks listening. Sure, it's it's going to be. If you thought I said yeah too many times on this one. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm probably going to bust out a few verses on, on the Limp Biscuit one. I mean, I'll, I'll probably practice and study some, you know, everybody's like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey. And if I had the. You feeling bad? If, you been feeling good? <laughs> Fake ass titties on a fucked up chest. <laughs> yeah. If I had the energy, uh, my family, which they're big and. uh uh, Halloween and costumes and shit. We'd—I I would come in as uh, mocked up West Borland if Fuck I yeah. had the energy. But I—I probably wear a backwards red, <laughs> red hat. I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. probably gonna—I'm probably gonna look a lot. I might yeah. even shave all this out except this little thing. I might be all dursted out when this yeah. happens. I might show up in all white with white face. That'd be great. Up and fucking LED mask. LED mask. I fucking love it. Uh, two weeks away, Phipps. He said, "When is that show?" Two weeks limp fucking biscuit you also informed me what a soggy biscuit was <laughs> never will i story. get into that never I, will i be a part I of had that. a uh farmer friend I who fucking would love farmers <laughs> fuck god bless those farmers i had a farmer friend who had a big fucking love business and had help coming in and out like gypsies and yeah. one was uh he was from new zealand and he was telling the story of the soggy biscuit soggy biscuit and of course this former guy told me the story about the soggy biscuit google it folks soggy biscuits don't don't do it just called google it it's called an ookie cookie ookie cookie ookie cookie here in the states <sighs> ookie cookie ookie cookie ookie cookie could you imagine rolling up on that nope I couldn't either. Nope. No. You know what they do to Debbie at the end of Debbie Does Dallas? They do that on a biscuit. <laughs> last, What's a last, loser have to do? Last person to, you know, glaze it, sog the biscuit, <laughs> gets to put it down the hatch. Oh my God. With no Popeye's chicken. Oh my God. Shoot me. It's terrible. Yeah, I'd just go ahead and run. 
I mean, <laughs> I just go ahead and run. You're next to last. Or I, or I would just. You I'd, just you just see Barker's ass disappearing in the woods. <laughs> but in in all realness, though, I'd be halfway there by the time I got there. I'd be like. <laughs> I'd be getting out of the car, you know, halfway there, pulling pants up, be like, I'm ready, boys. Let's fucking ookie this kooky, you know? Oh, my God. That's the most disgusting thing. It's pretty fucked up. Again, if you haven't caught the gist, just just, just look the shit up. <laughs> or don't. Don't hit images on Google search. Just look, look up. At, look that up, Fitz. Just read the text. Yeah. He's probably been in on that shit. I feel like Fitz has been like, Pirate Beard's here to fucking sog that cookie. Or biscuit, whatever the fuck. I yeah. bet I bet his uh, South Street ninja friend has been in on that. I yeah, bet. yeah, probably so. <laughs> I'm with you. I bet that dude that loves farmers has been in on that shit too. <laughs> Fucking love farmers. You ever done a soggy biscuit with the farmers? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh man, I love those farmers. Oh, I love man. those farmers. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Two weeks. Uh, we're we're gonna be doing this on. Thursday or Saturday or something, we get football season is here, and Hicks loves him some football. Hicks loves high school football. Man, speaking of football, I was so heartbroken because I found one thing that I thought was badass about football. I am not a sports guy. I respect it. I know where this is going. But I don't like it. And I sent you a message, and I said, and I'm screaming. I'm, I'm talking loud because I'm excited. I said, oh my God, dude, I saw this Tom Brady TikTok where he threw the football into the fucking football launcher mechanism, which I don't know what that shit is. It's a pretty good description. And Bark's like, you know that shit's fake. And I said, you just broke my fucking heart. Yeah, somebody green screened themselves thing. in a green suit, like making sure the ball went into the thing. and like. Why know. the fuck would you do that? Blew up. Fuck that guy. Went viral. Fuck you, Tom. Fuck that guy. Fuck football. Fuck football. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I ever enjoyed. And it just was fucking, Fake. it was in my face and then it just disappeared. It was so pretty was like, cool. I'm going back to motorcycles. It was pretty cool. It was. It was. Yeah, I thought that motherfucker's a wizard. I know. I thought that too. I was like, you know, he's the goat. Did people hate on that? No. They really? still enjoy he it. He could probably fucking... Do a soggy biscuit video and people and still people eat it up. Love that shit, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Now I'm great. I feel the greatness in me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. We will be back with some so no limp. Not soggy. <laughs> some soggy limp, limp biscuit. Biscuit. Thanks for listening. Peace out. See you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to. Send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 